The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the jungle of 2017. My brother, my brother, and me is the podcast, and I'm your oldest brother, Justin Tyler McElroy. And I am the brother that is in the middle, Travis Patrick McElroy. And I'm your sweet baby brother, 30 under 30 media luminary, Griffin McElroy. <laughs> Gonna try to get that get that in every episode. Just get it in, in real fast. Work Gonna on your brand. Practice saying it real fast so it's not a big distraction, 30 under 30 media luminary. So, uh... We did, it's 20 serpentine, y'all. We're zagging left and right. Well, no, but we are zag nuts. We're zag, here, I mean, you, know? you can't you can't zag left and right. We are zagging either left or right, and then the other direction that would technically be a zig. Incorrect. We're- Incorrect. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, okay. That's okay. I see what you're saying, and like you're getting to the root of it. I think. Yeah, we're close there. There's something to what you're saying because one would be a z, but like I wasn't thinking in sequence. But I guess once you started in a line, yeah, all lefts are zigs, all rights are zags. Now, but, here's a, but you can't zag every time because then you're not zagging. You know what I mean? If you zag, 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 that's nothing. You got to zag, 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 zig. What? 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 That huh? zig come? Oh my from? god, Travis, are you suggesting that this week we zig on them? Maybe we zig, Griffin. All right, I do want to say. That at this point, I have mostly purged my Facebook friends and Twitter followers and LinkedIn connections and friendster friendos of all non 30 under 30 media luminaries. Uh, yes. but you two have made the cut. You're some, you're some of the, um, we call you standards, um, mm. or we call you, uh, non 30s. Um, you two are some of the only non 30s that I have on my list. And following you two on social, it's not as, enlightening as the other stuff is but i noticed that you you've been doing some mad zagging just in this this one week where we've been trying this bold new experiment well we do have to congratulate i think the zag of the week i think has to go to uh forbes (laughs) honestly like you don't zag much harder than naming griffin one of the (laughs) yeah i definitely definitely i I people under 30 in media on a list i don't know it's like is it like best or most is it most (laughs) (laughs) most would make sense best i i i vor nintendo toys um professionally so i'm not sure i'm not sure how i can go you know up against a you know a jesse eisenberg who would also be considered for media i think or a joseph gordon levitt who has his own media company beat that he's most- not, wait he's not 30 no definitely not that dude's like 22 years old so oh, um damn thank you forbes for the honor you zagged you zagged all of us pretty hard joseph gordon levitt's 35 years old don't thank tweet god us. Shit. oh don't thank tweet, god Facebook. Oh, thank Keep it. jesus travis Ooh. your zag you have so what i like about you travis is you're working on a zag now and you've also got a prospective zag in the future that you want to uh chase down i have four zags Oh I, have minor, I have major zags and minor zags. 
um, okay. that I have I have charted throughout the year, and then I'll probably just surprise myself, zag on myself, and do stuff that's not in there. Right now, working on electric guitar. Yeah, so um, you started. You've you've never played an acoustic, right? That's where most correct. folks get there. Okay, because 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 you want to shred. I want to shred every time I've ever picked up an instrument ever. If I was not immediately magically good at it, I have then set it down and it has been dead to me. Okay, and and I sat down with my new electric guitar for an hour the other day, uh, like yesterday, just practicing moving my fingers up and down the frets. Like, okay. that was it for an hour. I'm committed to becoming good at this long term and not just like, I'm going to learn to play three chords and call it a day. Like, I'm going to mm. fucking shred okay. this that, year. I'm going to learn three chords and call it a day has been working for me on guitar for the better part of 15 years. <laughs> well, don't knock it till you tried it, buddy. Also, I do very much enjoy the rationale of the electric guitar, which is to say, I don't know how to play this, but I do wish it was louder. Yeah. yeah. I do wish I could I w- hear better what I was doing so poorly. <laughs> and my neighbor, I would love my neighbors to know I'm I'm just starting out something over here. This isn't anything. Everyone's got to check this out. My baby's going <laughs> to love this. Oh, yeah. Um, what it, Tell me, run down those other zags, though, Trav. Oh, I don't know how much I want to give away. I'll do some minor zags. I've decided to get really into dips. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna master guacamole. Okay, salsa. well that's not. That's not. Okay, that's, I'm also gonna get a sleeve tattoo. Yeah, that'll zag me pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Because I was looking, Travis. I was looking over here. Whoo, there you are over here. Over here on the. Yeah. Other side. See, that's the thing. You're thinking, ah, oh, guacamole. Oh, yeah, salt, guacamole. Guac- tattoos. Is can yeah. you get tattoos of just a big glistening bowl of guaco? Perhaps. I mean, I can. Travis, <laughs> I don't I'm, know if I will. I'm done with your zags. Justin, your zags surprised me very much, but I'm very excited by it. Can you tell Yeah, I took, tell- a, um, I took a Taekwondo class Fuck. on Wednesday. Got so, the gi and everything. Two classes, t- one gi, $30. Walk me through... Is this going to be a continuing thing, or did you just do one and done it? Oh, no. I'm headed for mastery. Is where <laughs> I'm... I asked him. I asked him to put me on the mastery track. Yeah, it's the one thing that they said. Two questions that, that two, was attainable. Yeah, two, two important questions. One, tell me everything that happened in the class. Okay. And I two, got, number two, I, number two, because maybe you want to start with number two is why did you choose this particular discipline of all of the of of the martial arts sort of. Uh, specializations. Well, I researched them all very much, and the one that was five minutes from my house was Taekwondo. <laughs> mm-hmm. and that that's how that's end- how Bruce Lee did his thing. Yeah, yeah, that's how Bruce Lee got started. Um, when I did arrived, I, so this is fun. I sh- they told me I should show up and observe a class, and when I showed up, I said I said you know I was interested in maybe taking a class, and the lady like disappeared behind the counter and came back with a gi. And I was like, oh, apparently I'm just taking a Taekwondo class today. <laughs> this is not what I had anticipated. And I had just ridden a, a strenuous 20 minutes on the stationary bike. Yeah. But right before, I was not in any sort of headspace to start learning uh, 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 Taekwondo. The other, thing, <laughs> the other thing that surprised me about the Taekwondo class, probably the biggest surprise, yeah. is this how early... I started punching. Like when, oh, I was wow. inst- <laughs> when I was instructed to punch, I kind of looked around like I don't know how to punch. I certainly didn't. You don't think they're going to let you punch day one, right? No. Like you think that like you think they no, would we build that. that. 
Yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't show up to med school day one and they're like, all right, cut this dude. What? Cut this dude right, right now. <laughs> Wait, so what do they dangle in front of you if they let you punch day one? You know what I mean? What's what what makes you what's the cliffhanger that brings you back for day two? I guess punching in a way that would have any sort of effect on Uh, anything on Earth would be punching with purpose. So uh, important Taekwondo question. Yeah. You keep in mind I've had one class. (laughs) Go on. Does it got belts? Yeah, it's got belts. Mm. I'm I'm headed. I feel like okay. So here's <laughs> this is my actual like thing. I know that a black belt would take a very long time, right? Mm-hmm. So I've yeah. sort of ruled that out. There, that's probably not in my future. But I feel like if I get any color belt, most people don't know the order in which the belts come, right? So. If I attain a yellow belt and I can tell people like, oh yeah, I'm a yellow belt in Taekwondo, they're not gonna know if that's impressive. That's number two. Or not. That's like the yeah. second one. Well, you know that, and I know that now after my one Taekwondo class. Um But uh uh yeah, it was it was it was actually, you know, here's the surprising thing. It was very hard <laughs> what with the physicality of punching and kicking yeah, for an hour. Sure. That was not great. That part was a little hard for me. I've been I've been trying to think of my own Zag I can do because you guys are setting a pretty ins- like bonkers precedent over there, um, and just by saying this, I'm ruining my this Zag, and I definitely won't be able to do it after I say it. But how great would it be if my Zag was that I also took Taekwondo classes without telling you guys, and then at our next live show, Justin and I had to fight each other while Amazing. I while I accompanied you on electric guitar. Oh man, that's a good that's a good look in that shit. Damn it. Maybe I'll edit this out of the podcast. Justin and I will just like, well, I don't edit the podcast. Well, no, it's too late. Everybody knows now that Justin and I are martial arts enemies. Well, we're, we're the masters of rival dojos. Damn it. The, the idea that I would actually come in contact with another person with while punches do, and kicking while doing Taekwondo, while doing my Taekwondo art, uh, occurred to me about 15 seconds ago when you said that. <laughs> I not even prepared myself for the eventuality that I would someday meet another person who I had to be good, better at punching and kicking than. Or else you will be punished with, with, with physical harm. Oh, they steal my belt. Don't they, they? Yeah, that's it. That's steal it. Steal my belt. There's only like five black belts around, going around, and they sort of cycle, you know? They sort of cycle in and out. You got to beat, you got to beat a black belt in order to take them down. Or if you have like a fancy, you know, black tie affair, like a wedding or something coming up, you can, you can ask them to borrow it because you don't want to clash. Um, I don't know what to zag as. I'm taking, I'm taking zag suggestions. Any you reckon- can't think about it too much is the thing. This is I what have. I, I, I drove past that place and I didn't even plan to take a taekwondo class. The zag came to me. Yeah. I think if you're open to the zag. You, it'll, it'll come to you. Um, I did want to, uh, give a, uh, and maybe we'll do a few of these regularly. Uh, 20 Serpentine is the year we're, z- z- we're zagging on them. They think we're going to zig. We zag. Yeah. Um, zag watch. I, zag watch. We yeah. Gotta- quick zag watch. I want to give a shout out to, uh, uh, Hallie, um, from, or perhaps Haley. It's, it's, it's hard to say, uh, uh, on in the Facebook group. Who has no black blacksmithing experience, but has decided that uh, they're going to make several swords and attempt to sell them at the Bristol Renaissance Fair in Wisconsin. Uh, uh, Wisconsin. And just to prove it, there's a video of them just like making a sword Fucking on what appears to be a grill. Maybe. Absolute- it's- well, <laughs> George Foreman. 
I will buy that sword. I will buy a sword from you. Yeah. Um, get in contact. Tweet at me and let me know how I can pay you to commission. So dope. I'm going to say I'm going to commission your 10th sword. I do not want your first one. Nobody wants your first. Fuck that. I'll take the first one and then I'll frame it. And then in 20 years when you're a master blacksmith, I'll hand it back to you. Fucking Bartlett for America style. Um, That's a good. That's a damn. That's a good zag. Wow. Great. It's a zag. really good zag. Let's uh, Griffin. I have an idea for you. Let me okay. pitch a zag to you. Okay. Keep in mind that I have like two f- hours of free time a week. Yeah. You should start raising chickens. Ooh, that would be. Well, my cat def- defo murdered them. Defo, well, you put them. Def- you put them in a thing. No, he'll he'll break in. Like um, it'll it'll be bad. It'll be bad. Okay. Ostriches. Now we're now we're cooking with gas. It's bad gas and it's bad food that we're cooking, but we are. It is being cooked. I think we should do some questions since we did negative one last episode. Uh, yeah, let's get into it. Um, let me decide up front, though, just so people are waiting on it or not. Um, do we want to update the Fushigi Arts patronage or no? I haven't seen I haven't seen anything that really blew my I blew, blew my you know I saw lots of people buying them. Um, but I haven't, I haven't really seen, we can't just give it out to every, it's not some, these millennials and their participation trophies is just not going to happen with this one. I need to see that fucking, I, I, it doesn't have to be the best Fushigi I've ever seen, but I do need to see that fucking spark of life. I do want to compliment Will Farr is the first Fushigi art video that I've seen on our uh, Facebook page. Okay, yeah, it's but a Will of the music that it's actually set to. Okay, but Will, guess what? There was a drop in the video, so like, it, I gotta see that spark. I saw at least one drop in Will's video, and if I if I see a drop, that just shows me that there's the spark's just not there yet, Will. I'm just Keep- adding him to the Fushigi Arts patronage list. If you make your own Fushigi art, it has to be bespoke for us exclusively. And you can put it on our Facebook page, hashtag Fushigi Art, or on Twitter, hashtag Fushigi Art. But do include the hashtag Fushigi Art, or else we'll might, we won't be able to annex it and find it. God, this is anyway. the dumbest thing we've ever done. It's dumb. We're giving away $500. Um in someone chunks, offered to in donate, chunks. Someone offered, emailed us to uh, offer to donate more money to the Fushigi Art Space patronage. <laughs> no! And I had this moment. I had two moments. The first one was, <laughs> hell yes. Let's build this up. And then my other one was, oh no. This would, <laughs> snow, this would snowball very quickly. Yeah. I cannot be, I, I have two full time jobs. I cannot be, oversee the world's largest Fushigi art patronage. After, after a certain monetary amount, we would reach the point where anytime anything bad happened to anyone else in the world, we would feel pretty weird about how we've sort of channeled our philanthropy, uh, in this one very <laughs> specific, very useless avenue. Yeah. All right. So we did no questions last week. So we're going to actually do some this week on our podcast of questions. I just received a robe as a Christmas gift. And my God, how have I been living without one? It feels like a blanket is hugging you. Needless to say, I haven't gotten dressed today. (laughs) Is that needless to say? However, I have a couple of friends coming by to hang out and watch a movie in a short while. My inclination is to put on real clothes, but then I thought, Maybe this is fine. First, is it my place? They're, it's my place they're coming to. It's not like I'm walking in someone's house in pajamas. Secondly, this is very much a let's watch a movie and chill, not let's have a serious conversation about life hangout. Third, maybe I zig when they expect me to zag. 
Anyhow, I'll definitely have gone for it by the time you even see this email. But maybe you'll be able to advise me for future situations like this. Pajama party in Portland. Yo, um, so many variables, huh? Because you, you're wearing, hey, you're wearing pants under that bad boy, right? Because if not, you can't entertain folks. It doesn't seem like that was, that's good to have that happen to them. It's very robe dependent, isn't it? Mm. I mean, I feel like mm. if you if you show up in a okay, if I show up to a party and the host is wearing um a silken robe, perhaps one that's that's heavily ornamented with some sorts of with with embroidery, perhaps mm. like a half dart, like a full half, like a half kind of vibe, but like cool. So like if they did that. I think I would feel like this is going to pop off. Like, this is going to be ribbled to the max. I don't know that I would feel that way if it was, like, just, like, Garfield <laughs> popping up from a pocket. It's like, I hate Monday, so I'm staying in my robe. And oh. my robe was, like, had, like, lots of knits on it. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, yeah. And, like, Mustard and stains, fucking lasagna. Covered in Cheetos. Just lasagna stains on it to... To continue the Garfield sort of metaphor. Yeah, and also, it's, it would have like a big streak of Odie's shit. <laughs> it's just despicable. Yeah, it's, John's, it's like just it's soaked robe. in John's tears. It's robe dependent, I think. Well, the problem, I think the problem is you run the risk of your friend showing up and you giving off the vibe of like, I don't want you here. I wish you weren't here. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather just be laying around in my robe. Like, you're really you want, imposing. You want one that says, welcome to my boudoir. Like, that's what you no, want. No, I Not don't like, think you want, no. Maybe what you, in bright flashing letters. What the fuck is both of you talking about? Justin, especially. This, this was my main red flag that went up when this question was asked, which is like, I don't, you don't want your friends to think you're trying to get them down into the fucking grotto okay, to like me, get, to get weird on them. Especially Not when you weird. use the phrase, uh, watch a movie and chill. There are connotations to that these days. Yeah. For some reason, the millennials have taken that from us, and now it means to have do sex stuff while Orange is the New Black plays in the background. Not sex. It doesn't have to be sex stuff. You just like, said the boudoir. What the fuck else does that mean? I meant to say bungalow. That's okay. the problem. Welcome to my bungalow. Now, my now we're getting somewhere. Now Welcome we're on habitation. I think what I'm saying is, I don't think like sex stuff. I feel like if some, if I show up and the host is in a robe and they have like nice slippers like you know what i mean like nice then it's the kind of party where maybe some sorts of drugs that i'm would have no way of procuring otherwise might be exchanged and they'd be like in a tea and it would be like so chill you know when, like it's that kind of scene when was the last time you went to somebody else's house justin <laughs> that was not really that was not related to you. it's been a minute huh it's been a minute I here's here's my advice. I would say that this is perfectly acceptable on the condition that ahead of time you make these plans with your friends like, hey, let's have a super chill day where we all like just hang out in pajamas and robes and like just like watch cartoons or whatever, because I think that that's fine. But if they show up and they're like dressed, you know, like they're going out and hanging out and doing an event and they show up and you're in pajamas and robe then it's weird. But if everybody's having like a Saturday morning cartoon hangout, like let's just be chill. Maybe naps will happen and we won't have to like end the party just because I want to take a nap. That's mm. fine. You just have to establish that vibe beforehand. 
you also got to be careful what you're signaling, not to other people, but to yourself, right? Like, if you put on a robe, part of the reason that feels so luxurious is the the supposition that you now can't do anything. Like, mm. nothing can be expected of me. I'm wearing this robe. Mm. Like, the world's got to take a back seat. If you start wearing a robe and then going about your day to day, one, you're going to lose the power of that connotation. You're not going to, you're going to think like, Oh, a robe. I'm wearing a robe. This is what I do my taxes in. Like, that's not going to be luxurious or pleasant for you at all. Yeah, you're going you to need an assortment of robes. You're going to oh. need your, your tax robe, your laying around robe, your time to make the donuts robe. Hmm. So you, you're, you're suggesting that this person do it sort of in the Japanese style with a, with a formal kimono and a semi formal kimono and then one that you wear to funerals. Yep. That's exactly um, what I'm saying. Do you guys want a Yahoo? I can't podcast in sweatpants. What? I can't podcast in sweatpants. I, I think it's sweatpants is, is robe adjacent. I can't podcast. If you've ever heard me on a podcast, like 99.9% of the time, almost almost without fail. Just pant, pants, pants? Unless my jeans were in the wash. Uh, I, I, I cannot podcast or do any work in sweatpants. It's always jeans. I'm wearing jeans right now. Always jeans. Can't do it in sweatpants. That's insane. My body can't make the connections. You took that. You're on that Elizabeth Gilbert tip. She uh, came. She came to our podcast and told us not to wear sweatpants when we podcasted. And Elizabeth, I'm very sorry. You are you are a bastion of great advice, but it's it's 10:44 a.m. and I need to do me. I need to do me, Elizabeth. I work out of my home. I have to keep the lines. Yeah, clear. I have to. I have to make those lines clear. I can't. I can't do it. And I think a robe. Might be kind of the same thing. I don't it's know. Definitely it's just, the same thing. You, this person yeah. referred to it as a blanket that you wear. That is not work time stuff. Definitely. It's not socialization I, I, time for sure. You don't want. But what I'm saying is, if it is a robe hangout, if that's the event you are like, I did this with my friends on Christmas. Like, come over. We're gonna watch Christmas movies and hang out in our pajamas and eat Christmas cookies. Like, mm. cool, mm. but not like a hey. Every time we hang out from now on, get used to this robe. Because you'll yeah. always be seeing it forever. This is me now. Here's a good measuring stick. Imagine you open the door in a t-shirt and jeans. And then at about an hour in, you leave the room and return in a robe. Try to think about the signal that would send. Because I think that might make it a little clearer, right? True. Like, if I say somebody does that to me, I, I think, oh, I should, we should go. That's very passive aggressive. But you, you want us to go. We should go now. Um, can I do the Yahoo? Yes. It was sent in by Jeffrey Corbello. Thank you, Jeffrey. It's by Yahoo Answers user Wilma. And I just want to give another shout out to the fucking Yahoo ad department because it's not telling me Melissa McCarthy's dead this time. Thank you. It's an advertisement for spam. And what I'm seeing here, boys, is just the sweatiest looking bowl of macaroni and cheese that uh, has ever been devised on God's green earth. And there are just these sort of desperate islands of spam floating around in this bowl. And it is maybe the gnarliest thing I've ever seen. And it also says save $1 on the advertisement. And like, how much could this possibly cost me? I don't want to get all prices righty on me here, but damn, this is a gnarly looking bowl of foodstuffs that you have shown me. It's just a visually challenging website every time I visit it now. And I can't wait for it to die. Speaking of spam, I just have to say this real quick. I got an email about a voice changer with effects app that oh is boy. spam. And the uh, icon of this uh, fake account is Guy Fieri pointing at me directly. And the subject line of the spam email is 
all caps. This is spam. Don't judge. All right. <laughs> all right. Nice. That's nice. a new game. Zag. I, did, you, I clicked through. You got me on that one. That's quite a zag. Oh, I thought of a zag I did this week that I didn't even bring up. What's I watched Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives on demand. It wasn't just on... And I just you, had the TV on. I sought out the triple D. You pounded your fist on the ta- <laughs> your sweaty cheese dust coated fist on the table and said, "I demand." It was to three, watch Diners, Drives, and Dives. It was three thirty in the morning. I got on Kayak.com and bought a fucking one way ticket to Flavor Town. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually do this at three thirty in the morning? Yeah, that's that's when Henry likes to party with with his uncle Guy. <laughs> All right. It's so cute. He pulls his sunglasses off his head, but then they just snap directly back because they're on that cool strap. Um, Wilma asks, need, oh, and this is in Yahoo products, Yahoo mail, sending and receiving messages. So I think it's time we give back to the community. Wilma asks, need email that I sent to Gary Spangler. Need email that I sent to Gary Spangler. We never do like IT, you know, techno technology advice here. Wilma yeah. has sent a de- a delicate email to Gary Spangler, and we all do this in the heat of passion. We click that send button, and we think, "Oh gosh, I shouldn't have clicked that send button on this Yahoo mail service I use." Um, how do we Is get it this S-P-A-N-G-L-E-R? email? P A N G L E R. Yeah, yeah. Are you trying to look him up and like? What are you what are you doing? Like a social hacking where you call him and ask him to delete all his emails? Don't you worry about it. Oh, Jesus. No, I'm no, I'm worried about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, there is okay. There's a Gary Spangler. Oh God, Trav, this is getting hmm. I don't want to do anything to Gary Spangler. Well, no, but I want to make sure that we are not talking about like an actual person that might this might get worse. You said a full name, Griffin. You just said a first and last name in this Yahoo answer. So what? There's lots of Gary Spanglers. We didn't say, like, Gary Spangler from the Bronx. Well, this is what's interesting to me, Griffin. When yeah. I Google that name, yeah. the first mm, 10 responses are, like, all the same dude. Oh. Mm. Maybe it's Gary Spangler, then. Mm-hmm. So say we send with an e or a spangler, spangler with, an a. with an a. So say we sent him a delicate email, and mm-hmm. we are an old person, and we just need that email back very much because there was stuff in there that, in vino veritas, you know, sipping those those mai tais, and we got we got some some of that liquid courage, and so we sent an email to Gary Spangler, mm-hmm. but we shouldn't mm-hmm. have sent the Spangler missive. How do I retrieve it through Yahoo's mail service? Hmm. Hmm. I think if you just email them again with the subject line undo, it'll I think delete. it just does it. Oh, you have to type the whole email backwards and then send it to them, and, and that will erase it. You're saying an anti-email. Mm-hmm. Fascinating stuff. I also think you can just respond, hey, Gary, sorry about that. My kid was on the computer. Have no idea what they sent you. Anyways, hit me back. Love, Wilma. Love, Wilma. That wasn't me. Again, I would never say that to you, Gary. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) 
You can't put that genie back in the bottle. I mean, you sending an opposite email that deletes the other email is not a thing. But if you send them another email with the exact opposite sentiment, you zagged on them, and they're not going to know which sentiment is the real sentiment. God, I wish I hadn't sent that fucking email to Gary Spangler. <laughs> he won't forgive. He won't forget. He's Gary he, Spangler. He's Gary Spangler. And he, he, his, his alar is strong. He can hold both emails in his mind at one time and know that I both love him and hate him. Damn you, Gary Spangler. Damn your strong alar. How do I get ooh, this fucking ooh, email ooh. back from Gary Spangler? You guys aren't helping me at all. You can't, Griffin. You can't. So what you need to do. You have to bury it in an avalanche of other emails. Oh, my God. You just okay. have to start, like, sending just constant email. Cut and paste passages from Shakespeare. You know what I mean? Just send him content after content until eventually that one email doesn't even register to Gary Spangler because he's received thousands of emails yeah. from you. Gary Spangler's staying at a nice hotel, and there's something going on in the ballroom, some sort of conference that he doesn't really understand. So he pokes his head in and says, uh, hi, everybody, my name's Gary Spangler, and I'm just wondering what you're... And everybody in the room goes like, what? You're the Gary Spangler? Because the conference is for porn bot developers, and this man has been <laughs> made famous through his mini... You Dude, you put my kids through college. Thank, thank, you, thank you, Gary Spangler. What was in this fucking email to Gary Spangler, though? Because <laughs> now this Wilma's got like eyewitnesses now. Like now she's got a now she's got a paper trail leading back to Gary Spangler. Oh yeah, and she's claimed the crime too. You can't erase this from Yahoo. Forget how do you get it back from Yahoo Mail? How do you get it back from Yahoo Answers? Yeah, Gary you know, Spangler. Okay, Gary Spangler is gonna Google himself. Yeah, right? Gary Spangler is gonna Google himself. He's gonna see this Wilma. And he, and then he's going to come to you. What was that email, Wilma? I couldn't find it because my email box, the inbox is just a blighted wasteland of pornography. <laughs> That's how I say you burned, that. You burned my email from the inside out, Wilma. It's poison inside. It's toxic inside of there, Wilma. I had no one ever goes in. No one ever comes out. I had, I had e-business to do on there. Just kidding. We're both 96. <laughs> It's too bad, Wilma. I've always loved you. I thought maybe you felt the same. Maybe if I'd gotten an email from you that had not been retrieved or buried in pornography. Damn it. Damn it, Wilma. I'm Gary Spangler. Nobody treats me this way. I feel like you guys aren't into Gary Spangler as much as I am. You've built a rich mythology in your head that I'm trying desperately to access. Oh, just I, jump I, on the fucking Spang train, baby. There's room for all of us on here. We can put all our hopes and dreams into Gary Spangler. I mean, I believe in him. That's not the question, right? Like, I believe in Gary Spangler. The question is, does Gary Spangler believe in me? Damn it. Uh, here's another question for you guys, my brothers. I was recently on a long road trip, and about halfway through, I passed a driver whose car's fuel door was open. I wanted to figure out some way to let the driver know without freaking them out and making them think there was some worse problem with their car, but I failed to do so before I was out of sight. What's the best way to quickly let a feller driver know about a small oh, problem with driver. <laughs> A feller driver? A feller driver know about a small problem with their car without freaking them out. Thanks for your help. Terrible Southern driver. See, I sense the Southern coming. Yeah. And I try to inject it. Damn. I, why? We gotta, we gotta all get down on trucker life. 
I'm in my Volkswagen Golf. I want to get a a CB radio, and we all need one, don't we? For for just for situations like these. This is no joke. One time I saw that I was, uh, this is when I worked at a place in Charleston and I was driving back and forth between Huntington and Charleston every day. And I saw a car with their fuel door open and like the gas cap, like, you know, fluttering in the wind. So I called dad at the radio station and said, hey, dad, could you announce on the radio that if someone's driving to Charleston in like this, uh, you know, make of car, color of car, that the gas this license open. plate and named- this motherfucker did it. Dad did that. Dad. That's inappropriate use. That's narrow casting. <laughs> yeah. It's a violation of FCC law. That's no good. <laughs> um, so, so if you see this, just call my dad and tell him to announce it on the radio. That's what I did. As far as I see it, there are two options. One, you do a fucking sick ass transporter style. Oh, you can press a button to pop open your own fuel door and then you spin your car 180 degrees and drive side by side with them and high five them so that they push each other back into place. That's one option. It's tough to do. The other option is we all just start rocking CB radios because you know on Star Trek, whenever they see another ship, then they hail them. I want to do that from my golf to somebody's Jetta. Weep. Uh, do you Griff- ever think there's Griffin a moment- in the golf? You ever think there's a moment in Star Trek where they hail another ship and the other ship is surprised that their ship could do that? Like, what yeah. is that? <laughs> What's that beeping? That's crazy. Can someone investigate that light. You know, what's like funny? we've been in space, we haven't seen another ship for like ten years. Yeah, that's crazy. Space. I have definitely Griffin had the exact thought on like not as a joke, the exact thought you're describing of like, you know what? I'm on this lonesome road with these other cars. I wish I could just like hail the car and just like see what's going on. And then I realized, like, I don't do that in life. Like, (laughs) this car you call a body. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. In my body car that I'm driving with my spirit, I don't, like, do that. Like, I could do that. Like, I could hail someone at Starbucks and just say, like, hey, you know, what? we're both at Starbucks was your story. I don't do that. But for some reason, if I can, like... Do a Yui and slam on the brakes and put them into the into the Eververse. Yeah, where I can no longer see or hear Picks, them. Pick this body up at an old junkyard. She's not the fastest ship in the verse, but she gets the job done. There's a lot of love in this hull. It it's, would be fun to also be able to shut down hailing frequency. That that's the move that I really uh, do want to be able to do. To be able to open hailing channels, to be able to discuss with them how things are going, and then when things go rogue, just be like. Close, close, close frequencies. Close off. Raise shields. Raise shields. Calms down. <laughs> Divert com power to shields, and then fire you just start across on. their bow. <laughs> Divert com power to shields, and then you just start honking. What? <laughs> <laughs> Those are my shields. Those are my shields. Great job. Great job. <sighs> we would you need to use the great job horn. I mean, we this. would need a. Th- uh, uh, what do we have? We have the great job horn. We have the fuck you horn, and yeah. then we have the we just have the the general alert horn, and this is another problem that would be fixed by this trihorn system, where if you heard the alert horn, you would check your fucking car out for all of it, and you would see you don't need a horn that's like your gas door is open. You just need the alert horn, and if you get tagged with that, you know to check your shit out, pull over and check your shit out because there's something wrong. God, Honda, get at me, Volkswagen. You are dealing with a lot of stuff right now, but fucking get at me. <laughs> You're still hanging on to the Volkswagen, huh? Yeah. You know, they're begging they're begging to take it back and you it's, just want to keep killing Earth. 
Well, I'll get it. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll get it fixed. I'll devise my own system. I'll put a fucking Brita filter up in there. <laughs> I just, I just divested uh, myself of my uh, beetle on Friday. Oh yeah. And uh, let me say, the lady who <laughs> took it back did not seem very jazzed to be there. Yeah. It seemed like maybe it's kind of a tough. Time tough a tough time, time for them to be in that gig. Well, maybe you shouldn't have sold me a lie car, a car full of lies. Car full of lies. Thank you for taking it back. I mean, though. I didn't have room for my car seat in it. It's, it was kind of a bad choice. I mean, mine's kicky and fun to drive, and it's got you know got a lot of get up and go and great mileage, but it's full of fucking lies. So <laughs> that's your problem. That's your problem now. Hey, can we uh, go to the money zone? Yeah, follow me. I'll show you the way. You ready for a zag? I got a zag for you. The original Chuckle Boys would like to talk to you about investment. We're now, all adults now. Yeah, well, I mean, some of us are were put on a very prestigious list, and I don't want to keep dropping it like several times per episode, but the list is prestigious. And you know it is because I'm pronouncing that word the correct way now. Finally. Um, Bill Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates came to my house and said, you've been pronouncing that word wrong now that you're on that very prestigious list. That's how you're supposed to say it. Anyway, they, they told me betterment. Well, I shouldn't say that. Betterment is what you're going to have to use to, to manage your, your portfolio because they, they just want you to have that good, good money, uh, mm-hmm. using a system that is lower cost than other financial services and it's easy to use. Nobody understands investing except for. I mean, some people do, I guess. And included in that very small number uh, is not you, but is Betterment. They, uh, it's a better way to invest your money, and it's your money. You should understand where it's going. They combine time-tested investing principles with the transparency and ease of use you expect from great technology focusing on lower fees and taxes. Because if you're paying fees, it's losing – you're missing the point. Right. You like, know what I mean? Like – I've only been investing since I've been on the prestigious list, which has not been very, very long. But I do know that that fungibly just doesn't – that just doesn't add up. Now, we do want to be upfront. Investing involves risk, right? There's what? no – yeah, there's no guarantee. All my- That's great. <laughs> but it does involve risk. But right <laughs> now, you can, get, that. you can get one month uh, managed free – and to find out what you need to do to qualify for that one month of free management, just go to betterment.com slash M-B-M-B-A-M. That's betterment.com slash M-B-M-B-A-M. Betterment. Investing made better. I really don't know anything about money. So a service that helps me out with that using technology it sounds like a pretty great thing to me as far as i'm concerned this may as well be an advertisement for wizard school um another thing that i don't really know about but it would be cool if someone could help me out with it i want to tell everybody about squarespace um websites are getting pretty hot and you're probably wondering how everybody's making them because it doesn't seem to be a button on your computer or anything like that the secret is squarespace we're supported by squarespace so we're yes we're a bit biased but it's time for you to – this is a copy here. I didn't make this up. Make your next move. Make your next website. Hmm. That's right. It's time to zag. Even Squarespace <gasps> knows that you need to make a website this week that's going to zag people in a pretty wild way. These are award-winning templates, and they're the most beautiful way to present your ideas online, and it's all in one 
It's an all-in-one platform. Mm. You can make beautiful websites with this platform, and then there's nothing to install. You don't patch. You don't upgrade ever. And it's got award-winning 24-7 customer support. You should make a website at least. I Yeah. I, yeah. Sh- I should do this because I just went to griffinmacroy.com, which I remembered direct- redirects to my Tumblr, which I have not updated since September. And one of the top things on there is a list of um, Overwatch characters with Monster Factory names on them. And so, like, very, if you hear, you see me on the Forbes 30 under 30, and you say, I want to know more about this young media luminary. One of the very first things you see at GriffinMacroy.com is a picture of Soldier 76 from Overwatch with the name Grandpa Piss on it. And that's <laughs> one of my first sort of rep, my brand representations. Need to fix Justin, that. What, Justin, what website would you make on Squarespace? Well, I can't fucking do JustinMacroy.com because Justin Macroy got it. I'm so, I'm sorry, bud. He's my arch enemy. He works for CBC Vancouver. Mm. People tweet uh, uh, at me at crimes getting done in Vancouver all the time. That's cool. And I try to investigate it myself. It seems like a pretty good <laughs> pl- platform for me to start investigating crime. You should have invited him out to the Vancouver show. He could have jumped his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Justin McElroy. And I'm just in the back getting blazed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, I I have a message here, and it's for Julie Lang. And wait, did we give the did we give the thing? The free oh, trial thing? farts! I hope so. But if not, oh, you can get here, a free. Let me, let me try. No, here. I'll do it because you fucked up. Well, you, you guys didn't even ask me what I, what website I would make, and I thought of a real humdinger. All right, Trav, what website would you make? I would make a website about my conspiracy theory that Chuck the show is a reboot of the Computer War tennis shoes, and uh, I would call all of my readers chuckles. So if you want to get a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, you can visit squarespace.com slash my brother. Don't be a chuckled about it. Um, I have a message here for Julie Lang, and it's from Charlie Lang, who says, Hi, Mom. Hope you're having fun while I'm off at college. I know Dad won't listen to Blather with you, uh, but I'm still your podcast buddy, even if I'm half a country away. Also, sorry to Travis for that dinner invitation in June, but Ma dared me, and I'm way too easily bribed. Hope this message makes it up from, uh, makes up for it, Ma. Firm handshake. Love, your pumpkin. Uh, and that's very sweet, and it's supposed to go up in January. So what's up now, Charlie and Julie? We crushed it. Travis, do you remember this Din Din invitation? I do. I believe they tweeted at me or emailed me to let me know that they were in uh, Los Angeles while I was still there. Yeah. And offered to take me out, and I didn't do that, and I don't want the Langs to take it personally. No. I don't like interacting with humans in that way. No, I mean, one out of every hundred people on Twitter will just be a skin taker, and you it's not you. Like, I know it's not you, Charlie, but if there was a 1% chance, would you would you throw it all away? Would you have the courage? I don't think if so. If you had one shot yeah. but not have your skin taken, would you take it? <laughs> well, I have a personal message, too, as long as we're throwing these around. It's yeah, for sure. Brandon, it's for Brandon Mueller, 2004. <laughs> And it's from BB Bearded Bro. Rye Rye. Rye. Yeah. Rye Rye. Hi, Brandon. I love you. Hope you grow up big and stretch Armstrong. If you ever get the time, you should play some MechWarrior online with me. Roleplay servers only. And by the time this comes out, I'll be most likely living in the woods again without high bandwidth internet. So I might need help. Come find me. P.S. See you in hell. Winky face. 
is this actually preferred time and the preferred time frame is night afternoon time um, which is my favorite part of the whole thing is this okay was this email supposed to be sent through time channels to actually Apparently. land in 2004 okay cool 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 I mean, regardless we were paid for it so i could care less honestly my job here is done yeah it might also have been generated by some kind of bot that just oh, like collected yeah. every 10th word it saw on twitter and strung it into some kind of message That's that makes that like. makes a lot of sense to me yeah that tracks Hey guys, this is Adam Conover. You may know me from my true TV show, Adam Ruins Everything. Well, guess what? Now we're doing a podcast version right here on Maximum Fun. What we do is we take all the interesting, fascinating experts that we talk to for just a couple minutes on the show, and we sit with them for an entire podcast, really going deep and getting into the fascinating details of their work. Find Adam Ruins Everything wherever you get your podcasts or at MaximumFun.org. Hey, I have one uh, Yahoo here, and it's from Morgan Davy. Keep it waving, Morgan Davy. Thank you. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Uh, Sting has come to save Yahoo Answers. And look at that. The profile picture is the wrestler Sting with his fun makeup. Um, Sting, the wrestler, asks, Is there any way to take a good mugshot? I know it's never a good thing to get arrested, but it happens, right? Nah. Um, so what would your attitude be like going in for your mugshot? Would you just try to make the best of it and take a good pick or still be sad? It just ever, uh, nobody wants to get arrested, but everyone does. N- n- not as, not as much true that sentiment. The, sec- the secret to a good one, I've seen a lot of celeb mugshots, and I think the secret is you got to have a facial expression that says, I bet I'm famous by now. Because yeah. otherwise you won't, it won't happen for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's sort of the, like the secret, like take the mugshot that you feel like expresses the life that you want to have, not mm-hmm. the one that you do have currently. An, aspir- uh, an yes. aspirational mugshot, which should be a great compliment to the domain I do own, sexymugshots.com. I, now dude, that- every time I press S on my keyboard while Google Chrome is open, it auto fills to that. And I keep reminding myself it is a domain that you a madman owns and not some weird fetish I got into like three years ago that Google Chrome, Google Chrome remembers. If you want to see our YouTube videos, the most recent one came out seven months ago. Sorry. Oops. We got, we should probably do better at that. Yeah. Um, um, I, sexymugshots.com is the only URL you need. I love your idea about aspirational superstar mugshots, though, because I would go with the Tim Allen sort of rugged, true grit ass cowboy man mugshot. Mm-hmm. You see that and you think like this guy's a going to be a home improvement star and also handsome is just all get out. I'm looking at it now and this is a, this is, are you, this is the most handsome Tim Allen has ever, ever looked. There's also the handsome mugshot guy who happened last year and now he's, he's been released from prison and now he has like a Bugatti or something. People are just like crazy about this guy and his handsome face. So I think there's a lot of opportunities there. You know, if it were me, what I would do when I had a mugshot taken is try to like screw my face up into like a weird face and like mess my hair all up and like mess my beard all up. And try to look as unrecognizable as possible in my mugshot. And then as soon as the mugshot was taken, I'd like shave my beard and like get my hair cut short and like bleach it blonde and maybe like, you know, wipe off that fake face tattoo I had. That kind of thing. Because then the next time someone saw my mugshot, I'd be like, oh, that's not me. Mm. That's a really great. That's actually not a bad. They wouldn't let you do that. But it's like 
Yes, like a good idea. It's a good idea. They they de- like they explicitly wouldn't let you do that. Maybe that's why Tim Allen shaved off that Jeff Bridges true grit ass cowboy mustache that he had in <laughs> a sexy you, picture. Do you guys think that? Do you guys have it in your area? The magazine that they oh, yes. sell at oh, the yes. gas station. Okay, so this is like a common thing everywhere, right? It's not mm. just here in Huntington. Um, the magazine. magazine? I meant if I could fit it. Like what I was. I'm talking about the magazine they sell at the gas station that has pictures of everybody's mugshots that are just like someone realized that that was a free renewable resource and they decided to bring that that hot property not sure what the the market is there like i would love to see some down on their luck people who made some pretty bad mistakes i would love to see just sort of a cattle a yearbook of them of sad thing of sad stuff (laughs) i would say uh i have an idea i have an i i have an idea Guys, what if we combined mugshots and Instagram filters or Snapchat filters? What do you mean? You know what I mean? So no, like you took your, you took your mugshot right. and then like a rainbow was coming out of your mouth. What? I mean, that's, that's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's super fun. Um, you know what I would do if I was getting my mugshot taken? What? I would stand there and do exactly... Like what the arresting officer told me to do, and I would be <laughs> respectful and sort of acknowledge that I had done a crime and mm-hmm. got caught at doing the crime, and so like I lost the game of law, and so it, I have to you know sort of deal with the consequences of it. I wouldn't do, you know act like an asshole and do some fun like goofy stuff. Um, I would I would stand there and I would be very like um, compliant. So and then you'd say, and now let's do a funny one. Yeah, or you know what I would do when I got my mugshot taken is not get arrested because I'm a good, I'm like a really good boy who doesn't do illegal things. Mm-hmm. So, hmm, that's the mm-hmm. that's the that's the real secret to a good mugshot is don't be in a position to have one taken at all. Mm. The best mugshot is the ones you don't take. That's true. You miss a hundred percent of the mugshots you don't take. <laughs> I work at a craft brewery in Vancouver because I'm a cool boy. We have a regular customer who stops by every few weeks. Each time he visits, he has a new first date. All dates look very similar. He either has a type or is a murderer. They are all brunette and slightly taller than him. Here's the kicker. Every time he comes in, he pretends that he has never been to the brewery before and says things like, ooh, what's good? And what (laughs) should we get? I don't know much about this craft beer scene. (laughs) I see this man more than I see my parents. (laughs) Oh, man, this stinks. This stinks. My question is, do I confront him on his next date? Do I let the illusion continue? Additional info. Every time he gets a flight of beer, and they've they've described here four or five ounce beers, they share it, and he rarely gets another beer, only if the date is going super well. Also, not the best tipper. Uh, That's from slinging beers to, quote, strangers in Vancouver, Canada. I have an idea. Oh man, <sighs> have you have really? Let me say. Let me say this, Travis. Have you really thought this have you through? Really, there was a lot to it. absorb. I have. Go with me here. I think you will both enjoy this. You have to Groundhog's Day this man. He's gonna come in, and you're gonna go, Stephen. No oh, man. And he's gonna kind of like make big eyes, and you're gonna say, "I haven't seen you since high school." 
and you are going to spout all these facts about him that you know from him coming in and that he knows you know from him coming in (laughs) and see how long he can keep up the illusion that you're old buddies from your high school days in front of his date. Oh my God, that's actually kind of good. I mean, they won't do it. They won't. That's insane, but this is pretty good. They go on a bunch of first dates and it doesn't, you know, they're unlucky in love or whatever. Vancouver's a big city, you know, there's probably a big, a, a dating scene there, big Tinder game up there. That's fine, whatever. But com- that combined with the pretending you've never been to this place that you take all of your first dates to is. It's beyond. It's a whole nother level. Why would you do this? What's the advantage of doing this? If you're taking a first date somewhere, you want it to be like a place that you know is cool, right? This sounds like a hip, cool place, hip, cool craft brewery. So you want to take your first date there and be like, I know this cool craft brewery that I go to sometimes. Why the fuck would you pretend that you haven't been there before? Unless you're trying to like do do a really, really unsavory zag. It is, this is no bueno. I mean, I did, I did one summer take like five or six different dates to go see Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one. Um, and each time I <laughs> did pretend hell, like I Trav. hadn't seen the movie yet. Well, I really love the movie, Griffin, and I wanted more excuses. Sorry, to did go. you say you wanted you pretended like you hadn't seen it? <laughs> well, that would be weird if I was like, "Hey, date number three, do you want to go see this movie? I've already seen four times." So when fucking because she might say no. So fucking Barbosa stabs Jack at the end of it, and you're like, "Oh, <gasps> you have to pretend like, oh no, he's dead." But then he has that coin, and you're like, <laughs> "I knew he wasn't dead." <gasps> and, uh, before the mo- when the movie starts. There's a lot of, boy, this is quite a character choice Johnny Depp's making. I don't know if he's going to be able to keep it together for a whole movie. And then at the end, you have to be like, wow, he really did pull it off. huh? He really stuck the landing. And you know what? I love this movie. You have a moment marked at like 90 minutes where you go, wait a minute. This reminds me of Keith Richards. Wait, is this based on a ride? (laughs) And you you say that before, like, I really love the ride. I hope there's a lot of references to it. Pie rats? Hmm. Novel? Huh. What are they? Some kind of adventurers on the high seas? What are these? Huh. Uh, what are these ocean thieves? The the the, the one are these like hard- sky pirates who are these, on water? Who are these sea burglars? The one that's hardest to commit to is every time you see Karen Knightley, you have to say, "Is that Robin Wright Penn? She looks fantastic." <laughs> hey, hey, does anybody know? Is that Robin Wright Penn? Oh, Legolas is in this one. I loved him in in Elizabethtown. (laughs) Travis, that's that's also not... Why did you do that? Why didn't you say... I was 18, and I just really loved Pirates of the Caribbean, Griffin. I'm not going to sit here and make excuses to you. Huh? Like, you're perfect. I'm just saying you could just say, like, let's go see Pirates of the Caribbean. I've already seen it, and it's really great, and I think you're going to like it. I saw it nine times in theaters. At what point do I not have to, like, keep up? At what point are you forcibly removed from the podcast and we find a new host? Because that's the, that's, that's a good question that I'd love to answer right now. It was a very good movie. I was 18. There weren't a lot of good movies on that summer. Not a lot of good movies before Pirates of the Caribbean. Dang. Not that summer. No. I, oh. It was just, it, I love that movie a lot, you guys. I, I, and it's not like I stayed with it for the whole series. I didn't see the rest of them nine times in theaters. Just that one. Okay. Just Pirates of the Caribbean. And I would say only like six of that 
was like, I desperately want to see. The other like three was like, our family went once and then like friends wanted to go. I'm just saying, I have very good reason for seeing Pirates of the Caribbean nine times in theaters. Okay. okay you miserable piece of shit. Let's take <laughs> okay. it to the leaderboard, Mo. Uh, let's see. Uh, Finding Nemo. Yes. Matrix Not a good Reloaded. Date, Bruce uh. Almighty. X2. Terminator 3. He's actually got a really good point. All these movies kind of blow, except for Finding Nemo. Bad Boys 2. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Too Fast, Too Furious, you miserable piece of shit. The Italian Italian job. Mystic fucking river. (laughs) (laughs) Sea Biscuit. That's not a good date movie. It's like a date movie. Daddy Day. Kangaroo fucking Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. A lot of sequels, huh? A lot sequel-itis. of sequels that year. A lot of sequels and remakes, huh? Mm, from Spy Kids 3D. June, t- June 20th from Justin to Kelly. Ong oh. Lee's Hulk. Wow, what a bad summer. Holy shit, Travis. You were not kidding. Thank you. Is Pirates of the Caribbean actually a good movie, or did, did it just come out like... At, on the same day as The really League of Extraordinary good. Gentlemen? Great question, Justin. <laughs> Is it a is it a good movie or did it just come out at the same time as Johnny English? A great question, Justin. <laughs> Salient drain. Was it was it actually great or did it come out two weeks before Laura Croft Tomb Raider: The Cradle of Life? It's hard to say what what is the truth here and what is fake. <laughs> oh man, mm, tough to say. When 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 contrasted from the bright light of the secret lives of dentists, uh, <laughs> it's really tough. Okay, I get what you're saying. I get it. Uh, that, folks, that's going to do it for our podcast. Oh, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. You put this fucking person on blast the next time you come in. Jerry, you come in here every week. Stop it. Stop <laughs> this. Stop it. Stop this behavior. Maybe he's like, oh, maybe he's one of like septuplets. That's no, no, Trav. Maybe he's got blank slate disease. Maybe he's got the clean, clean slate. Maybe. Uh, all right, let's. End the show, but call, but call like a police officer or a private detective or like a bodyguard or a drill bit tailor type <laughs> figure in here to do this confrontation. You are not going to want to do this confrontation. Get a drill bit tailor to do it for you. Also, um, summer 2003, great flick. Drill bit tailor. Thank you. Anyway, that's going to do it for our podcast. Uh, my brother, my brother, and me. Sorry, I on a wild hair because I was looking through my domains a little bit ago. I clicked through to which one vapes because I was curious where the lead board was at. Not a lot of big surprises. Dane Cook, Johnny Depp, Jared Leto, Kid Rock, Russell Brand, Macklemore. Their top six. Um, highest rating woman, Miley Cyrus, coming in at number yeah. eight. Like, yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, I really do like those. If you click through the leaderboards now at the bottom of the leaderboard. <laughs> There's a new segment called Confirm Vapors, and it just says John Cusack, and then underneath his name says, Cannot Hide. <laughs> what a it's good website. It's like, there it is. Yeah, this one's out. We can't vote on this one now. Yeah. All right. This one's out. Um, so anyway, that's our show, My Brother, My Brother, Me. We hope you have enjoyed it thoroughly, and you had fun listening to it, and I hope you're going to have some good zags this week. Got some good ones planned. Uh, Don't sleep on this year. We slept on. We slept on every other year's motto. This one is too fun not to do. Zag on them. Zag I would on like them. To, I would like to do a quick plug. Uh, a new show has just been added to the Max Fun Network, the network of which we are a part. 
and it is my favorite podcast in the world. It's hosted by a media luminary and his wife, um, and it's called Rose Buddies, mm. and it mm. stars, let me check my notes, Griffin McRoy and Rachel McRoy. They talk about The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, and other like reality uh, love shows, and it is, no joke, my favorite podcast in the world, even if you don't care about any of those properties, and you might even be disgusted by them. I would say that the quality of the show and the fact that it is the funniest show around kind of negates the need to actually watch the source material to enjoy the show. You should check it out, Rose Buddies, uh, on MaximumFun.org and also on iTunes. Check it out. You're going to love it. Thank you, Travi. That's very sweet of you. You're Be welcome. careful. It might actually lead to you watching The Bachelor, though. Oh, and it's, yeah, it's that, brain that poison. That did happen to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's lots of other great shows on the network, though, like Schmanners, which Travis does <gasps> with his wife, Teresa, that is so good, and Sawbones, which Justin does with Sydney, that is also so good, and a bunch of other shows that we don't do, like Jordan Chessie, go and stop podcasting yourself and throwing shade in the flop house. Um, Speaking of Jordan Jesse go, um, oh, yeah. this weekend uh, at Sketchfest, um, I am going to be doing Jordan Jesse Go uh, at 1 p.m. on Saturday. Um, uh, come see that. You can still get tickets for it. Um, uh, you know, just search Sketchfest Jordan Jesse Go, I guess. And they, uh, they also, they, they just celebrated their 10 year anniversary of doing the show, which is bananas. <laughs> and congratulations, Jordan Jesse. Uh, that show was like super formative for us. Like we were big fans of that, and that's sort of how we got involved with the network. And so, uh, we 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 wouldn't be here on Max Fun if it hadn't been for for Jordan Jesse Go. So, uh, it's a great show. Congratulations, guys! And here's to here's to ten more, ten more good um, ones. Also, more good years. Um, also on Saturday to- at Sketchfest uh, at four thirty, I'm going to be doing Obsessed with Joseph Scrimshaw, uh, talking about video games with Rebecca Watson. Uh, so that is also happening this Saturday, Saturday the 14th at San Francisco Sketchfest. I'll see you there. Uh, I wanted to give a quick plug to a podcast I have not talked about in a long time, but has continued to grow. It's not a Max Fun show, but it's called Quarter Pointed, featuring uh, my father-in-law, uh, Tommy Smurl, and uh, Mike Meadows, who I guess is my cousin. I, it's hard to, you know, it gets confusing. But Mike's a lawyer, and they do a show that educates you in law. Uh, I mainly wanted to highlight it this week because all of their episode titles are always something v. something else, and they're always a delight. But this week's episode is called Rasputin versus John Bonet, and you really can't <laughs> beat that for an episode title. Yeah, it's I'm, probably I'm, ever. I am gripped. Yeah, I mean, you're on the edge of your seat. Sure. And, and it's the beginning of season two of Court Appointed, which is a good idea. We should have done seasons. Damn it. Uh, but anyway, uh, Court Appointed is the name of the podcast. And thanks to John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song as a departure off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. Um, you've got it at this point, I'm sure. But if not, uh, pick it up. Tell your friends to pick it up. And it's really, really a fantastic album. And I think you're going to like it a lot. Should we, t- should we, should we tie one off? Is well, that, yeah, I think- is that anything? No. I don't know. No, I think it's something. I'd like to read the last uh, question. It was sent in by Nicholas Potter. Thank you, Nicholas. It's by Yahoo Answers user Sharon S. Who asks, when is the best time to have a root beer float? My name's Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Media Luminary 3030. Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, and me. Because your dad's square on the lips.
Hi, this is Griffin McElroy. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And we're the hosts of Rose Buddies. It's a podcast about the Bachelor family of products. We watch The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise. Yes, it is garbage television, but we're the king and queen of this garbage pile. We're the raccoons in charge around here. So join us on Tuesdays. Because the TV show's on Mondays. And basically we'll recap what we saw and we'll just sort of scoop the garbage around us and make a little fort out of it. No viewing required. But it's it's a good TV show. What are you doing? <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.